May only your word be spoken here, O Lord. May only your word be heard. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was a child, my family often visited Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where my mother's extended family lived. They were Moravians. My grandfather, Jojo, taught high school chemistry, but he was also minister of music who taught young people to play instruments so that they could play in the church band. His father was a bishop. Moravian tradition values a shared meal as a sacred event. Some of my warmest memories were of attending love feast services at the home Moravian church in Old Salem. Love feast services are marked by lots of hymns. But then during a pause, men and women appear from the back and they begin passing out baskets of warm, lightly sweetened rolls and mugs of warm coffee with sweet cream. Once everyone has been served, we would partake of this meal. This way of doing church made sense to me as a child. It was welcoming and nurturing, just how I imagined Jesus. Now, because my grandmother helped to bake the rolls and serve them, there would be warm leftovers for us at breakfast the very next day. The love and sense of belonging that marks this tradition fed me then and fills me even today. This is the third week now that our gospel readings have been about bread and feeding. Last week on the hillside, the people came to hear Jesus teach and to witness healings. But the feeding, which included every person there, must have been mind-blowing. Everyone was directly touched by this encounter. They knew that this was no ordinary prophet. They wanted to be close to Jesus and to follow him wherever he may go. Sensing this energy in the crowd, Jesus departs for a time away, a time of solitude. It's easy to imagine that he may have been weary. He must need a break. But perhaps he wanted the people to take time to mull what he'd done, to chew on it, to digest it both literally and figuratively. Very recently, I made a new friend, Mark. We're part of a cohort of students from around the globe. Mark lives in Pennsylvania and has spent the last two decades baking bread through a nonprofit called Partners in Community. They do this with great care and love, grinding their flour from freshly harvested local grain. And about half of the workers and volunteers are intellectually and developmentally disabled individuals. They come together with a common purpose to laugh and grow in relationship with one another and to share something beautiful in the world. 
Mark describes this enterprise as transformational. That is what happens when we share in a common purpose. And the human element of connection is key. I told Mark that I hope that our study group gets to sample his bread someday. He told me, I hope we get to bake bread together. Later this afternoon, our small Church Without Walls congregation will meet here. Often folks wonder what they might bring to us. What do your people need? We intentionally discourage handing things out because that shifts the dynamic from one that is relational to one that is transactional. It takes vulnerability to risk that the relational, simply being present, is enough. But it is. Showing up week in and week out has a transformational effect on everyone involved. Now, it may take a while to see, but the Spirit is always at work. One of our very first parishioners, Carl, keeps coming back. Occasionally, there may be a gap in his attendance of a few weeks, but still he keeps turning up. This is the same man who very early on said to me, I don't like the way you do things. <laughs> One Sunday, as he grumbled his disapproval, I asked him, why does he keep coming back? His answer was revealing, because you don't yell at us. Lately, Carl has been particularly attentive. Frequently, this crusty old guy gets teary-eyed during the sermon. He finds the words of our preachers meaningful. And he's begun to come early to help set up. Something has been happening within this precious child of God and in how we relate with one another. I know this much. He is not there for the snack packs. There's something greater drawing him, the bread of life, broken and shared. Something similar is happening at St. Mary's. You good people continue to do the work of Christ in gathering food for our pantry visitors. Some of you volunteer to pick up many pounds of meat, dairy, and produce from our grocery partners. Others of you help to restock our shelves and distribute food on pantry days. All of these are holy acts that bring blessings, but it is the witness of unexpected encounters that move us the most. Earlier this summer, along the fence on Laura Street, our pantry manager, Emily, planted a small demonstration garden featuring a variety of items, cantaloupe, watermelon, eggplant, peas, tomatoes. Informational sheets are placed in a plastic box in case passerbys might like to try this at home. All of that is well and good, but often it is in the unexpected that we experience the true work of the Spirit. 
Emily tends this space at around 6.30 each morning. As she works, any number of folks walk by. It is not uncommon for a solitary person to stop, initially to comment on the garden or other changes on our campus, but then suddenly they pour their hearts out. They unburden themselves in the early morning. What we have learned is that ministry is not so much about the specifics of what we do as it is about creating a safe space in which human connection can take place. We live in a world in which intimacy, true intimacy, can be hard to come by. We're committed to creating a space where we can simply be in which we can breathe and reflect and be valued for who we are, just as we are. Not fixed or changed or directed by the other, but simply accepted in the moment. These holy moments create a crucible in which the Holy Spirit moves. We're all affected, all changed for the better, though it may not seem like it at the time. Our work as followers of the way of love is less about what Jesus does for us and more about what the Spirit creates in and through us as we come together, accepting whatever may be in front of us. The varied grain of our existence is milled into flour. We take these precious ingredients and together we knead the dough of a new creation. Whatever work we have been given, no matter how mundane or simple, it is sacred. If we go about it as a prayer, we will find Christ in our midst. We are co-creators with Christ. In community, we bake this bread of life together. We share it with one another, and we share it with a hurting, hungry world. Amen.